From the makers of Relevant Magazine, it's The Relevant Podcast, and we're live. And now, from our Orlando studio, here's your host, Cameron Strang. It's Tuesday, February 19th, 2019, and it's The Relevant Podcast. Like they said, that's new. I'm your host, Cameron Strang, here with me in our Orlando studio on the ones and twos, our illustrious engineer, my brother, Chandler Strang. Hello. Over there, uh, running the video stuff, uh, Clark Flippo. Say hi, Clark. You have a mic, right? Yep. Hey, what's up? There you go. Hi, on hi, the Clark. Skype line worth from totally Loverland, Virginia, Jesse Carey. Hello, hello. Uh, all the way from Gatorland, Florida, Eddie Big Cat Coffolds. Bless you. Bless you all. <laughs> and from Nashville, Tennessee, author, speaker, podcaster, cowgirl extraordinaire, Annie Fadowns. <laughs> Good morning, gents. We're Annie live. We are live. Uh, hey, tune in. Uh, if you're watching on Facebook, uh, we're watching the comments. You can comment as we go. Uh, little little behind the scenes, this will be a little bit of a shorter episode, just a little bit of a shorter one, but not predictive of future ones. Normal length moving forward. And next week, we're going to be streaming live on multiple platforms, not just Facebook. We'll be on Periscope. Uh, we'll be live Friendster. at YouTube. LinkedIn. LinkedIn. <laughs> Google LinkedIn. Plus. Yeah. Go- all right. What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> We're going to be everywhere. And we'll be able to watch all the comments from everything in one big funnel. It's going to wow, be a lot of fun. I like oh, the interactive cool. stuff. It's, it's like a lot of very professional feedback. LinkedIn, I'll tell you that. Very professional LinkedIn. Very <laughs> professional. A lot of tips about getting leads. Yeah. What are things? <laughs> what is the point Contact of LinkedIn? Leads. I, I like for real. Like I just had to Networking. sign up not long ago. Networking, Networking about what? What do you it, do? You know, it's a lot of networking, a lot of TCB, a lot of ROI, a lot of SEO. I'm on there. I think it's, it's important. It's how you grow into different areas. Cause you can G-O-B's, find people you're connected camera. with. It's, it's G-O-B's. just electronic resume. It's just like electronic resume. Like that's yeah. all it is. So it it's is monster.com, really... but you can like connect with other people who yeah. have the resumes. Yeah, that's out. it. It's just like searchable. So if you're searching yeah. for somebody that does like, I don't know, whatever job, like yes. accounting, they will, it will, it's a quick way to a lot of, Network your friends. I literally was just saying to a friend, this is what I I want to do this thing. And she sent me two links on LinkedIn of like connect with these people because that's what they do. And I went to their LinkedIn site and connected with them. The best way I can describe it is a lot of this, a lot of that. Little here, little there. You know what I mean? Because if you want your calls answered and you want to land the next big one, that's what you use. Let me say this, Cameron. I don't mean to talk in platitudes, but I feel like I'm being pretty clear. You want to land the big fish. Uh, (laughs) If you do, jump in the big pond LinkedIn. I, oh I post God. all my bizjournal.biz <laughs> articles to it. That's right. There you go. So it's, yeah. it's a great yeah. place. Well, we have yeah. a great show coming up for you. Uh, later, Very uh, disruptive. I, I mentioned I mentioned last week on the, the podcast that the Tuesday live show is going to have a little bit of a different flair than the Friday show. So it's kind of like the difference between Facebook and LinkedIn. You know, so the Tuesday show interacting, we're, 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 yeah. we're watching the comments. It's a little more free flowing. Uh, you can yeah. obviously follow along the video stream and all that. Um, the segment though, coming up later is going to be something from the magazine. So it might be, you know, Tori Kelly joining us because she's on the cover of the issue. It might be, uh, us bringing on the author of one of the think pieces. And so coming up later today, this is right in Jesse and Annie's wheelhouse. Oh, yes. The current issue of relevant has a think piece about how young Christians, 
disproportionately fall prey to conspiracy theories. We That's have right. this unbelievable like data. Oh, we have all these people, and we're going to talk about Christians and conspiracy theories coming up later on the show today. I'm so happy. And I'll say this for my LinkedIn pod: the topic today is disruptive market integration. <laughs> you know, we're not going to want to miss it. It is very professional. And, and I don't want to say like I know that there's been a lot of talk about this between like that there's a competition between like the Friday show and the Tuesday yeah. show, right. and I. And I, I think the main difference, right, between the two shows, too, is like you've got Tyler or me and like, you know, wait, I haven't heard any competition between um, the two shows. Is it just you, been, Eddie? So but basically just to follow Every, up to the people that are commenting, everyone listens to both. Annie, well, I'll but say they this. listen to Tyler or me. You probably haven't seen it. You probably right, haven't Tyler seen it. Tyler doesn't have a ring light. Good point. Listen, yeah, you, you, that's a good you, point. You probably oh, didn't see Annie's, it. Annie's ripping on me now. I hope we get comments. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Annie, the reason you haven't seen it, because Eddie has been trashing Tyler on LinkedIn, all over the LinkedIn <laughs> boards. Oh, Good yeah. luck working in this town again. Talk to me. <laughs> I, uh, oh, the, the other fun thing about Tuesday is normally, you know, a little behind the scenes, we have to record earlier in the week, you know? And so we have to pretend like it's the day of the podcast coming out, yeah. but things happen between when we record and when it comes out and, and, and we're not able always, you know, to have a timely discussion, but by doing it live on Tuesdays, we can be timely about what happened last night. You know, this there's morning. No, What'd you have for breakfast? What'd no, you have for breakfast? I still Cameron? have my breakfast right here. <laughs> oh, timely. Peanut butter but, pretzels. <laughs> but like on Monday nights, a big night for Annie Fidowns. The oh, Bachelor's it's a big night for airing us, on yeah. Monday nights. What are you are you following along, Annie? I am. I like this episode. I I, I like it fine. I like Colton. I think he's okay. Nice I was dude. just wondering. I, I actually tuned in last night. I I, don't, I I haven't really been watching, but I caught up last night. I was yeah. wondering what you thought about the season and yeah, the, all the, the girls are spending a lot of time talking about each other more than talking to Colton. <laughs> I, I have a question. I have a question about the Bachelor. Okay. I haven't watched it, I but I saw on trending. I saw trending on Twitter. And I actually saw Ugh. a clip the other night. I was watching basketball I or something, and say. they showed a Bachelor clip, and it was Colton who jumping evidently is the bachelor fence. and he's jumping over this fence over and running fence. away and yep. running away. And did people, that happen already? And, and no. there's like, but oh. there's like shaky camera yes. of like, like, like an episode of cops are live PD. Like Colton's, <laughs> Colton's bird dogging. We don't Colton's know. Bird dogging. They have shown us that every week since week one, Jesse, was, and we still I, don't know why he jumps over the fence. I, well, it's that's it's what, fit, sometimes it's really hard there. Sometimes it's just you got to get away. <laughs> we don't even know deal. where the fence is. It's the, it's one of the most interesting, hilarious things to watch on then. Twitter every Monday night because everyone tries to figure out if Colton has on the outfit that we have seen when he jumps over the fence. And so far, oh. he has not had on the outfit. And then you go, oh, my gosh, another episode where Colton doesn't jump over the fence. Now, I tweeted about it last night about how frustrating it is that Colton didn't jump over the fence. Last night, uh, Kiki, one of our listeners who interacts with us on Twitter a lot, uh, said... Tweeted me and said, all all caps. Cassie was on a Christian dating docu series. This is the hard hitting reporting I need from Relevant. Did you know about this, Annie? No, Cassie the blonde. Well, yeah, you, so, you don't tell me who Cassie is. I, so love I, didn't, Cassie. I, I didn't know. I, I had, yeah. so so the Bachelor's Cassie stars in another reality series, and it's an okay. So it's a Christian it dating the, series. Yeah, was it the um, Natalie Grant show? The church no. set him up in so church. Show? It's an online. Christian dating docu series called Young Once. 
And it air it's uh it's airing its second season right now throughout February and March in tandem with weekly episodes of The Bastard Bachelor. How do I and not she's know this? on it too. So it's set in Southern California and Young Ones follows a group of young Christians, including Cassie and her now ex-boyfriend, Kaylin Deongson, as they face love, friendships, and career decisions while navigating the way faith plays a role in their daily lives. Are they there's the stars, the two of them? I think there's other couples as well, but the first season was released back in 2016 and it follows the group as they attend Biola University, a private Christian school that encourages students to not drink or do drugs or or have sex. So there's eight episodes on season one and most of them touch on Cassie and her former boyfriend's on again, off again relationship. And then now the second season was filmed last summer and, and they're airing it online. And Cassie's on it again. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Have we run run out of reality stars? Are there just no more Americans left? I think it has less to do. I think it has less to do with how many people and more to do with the type of people who want to be on the shows. I have a a question. What what network is this Christian reality show on? It says an an online docuseries. You can probably just Google it. Young Ones is what it's called. That sounds sketchy. I don't, I don't, I'm always a little reserved about online docuseries. Well, can you imagine the casting call? Like, uh, I'm doing an online series i want you to come i want to film you yeah. dating i mean it's Listen, like you're probably if you're on this site it's because of my provocative craigslist ad now <laughs> if you came from linkedin there's I'm the so door surprised biola would like be behind that and they'd have to be behind it to some degree for it to be all their students and filmed on their campus that feels like maybe a, they just went gorilla a weird they turn just filmed for, it there Oh, maybe. Oh, no. You, it's e- way easier to just film stuff and not ask permission. Cassie. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, we should get her on the show then. Well, I Y'all mean, I last night, really should. Last night was dripping with Christians because the Ben Higgins made Ugh. a cameo. Yeah. Right? I mean, yes. oh, Ben Higgy. He's yeah. a nice man. I know. He Annie's was great been, on your show. Annie has yeah. been. You say it, Jesse. Say it. Yeah. He, he was on New Activist, and now Annie is trying to get Ooh. him on, on, that on, fun. on yes, your I show. Am. And. And now we just found out that he is no longer technically uh, a bachelor, right? No, yeah, he's still That's a bachelor. He's just dating. No he's just dating. Who cares? I don't know. I, okay. I, I be, I'm Brian? on Bachelor Nation and I follow all their stuff. And there's <laughs> just a I've lot of on the bachelor boards. I've been on the bachelor boards on LinkedIn. Yeah. And, I've, uh, I've never seen the show, but I really enjoy but you know, the boards. Bachelor Nation, which is a lot to say. It's a lot uh, to say that you. The only That's, nation that's I'm real involved. inside lingo. Yeah. I'm really into chat rooms and always have been. Oh. So, uh, Brianne, <laughs> Brianne everyone Blanchard. believes you. That's the thing right now. Everyone yeah, believes right. you, Eddie. Yeah. Uh, following along, Brianne Blanchard, one of the commenters on the Facebook stream, confirms the show is through Biola. Wow. Thanks, Brianne. Wow. Also, also, Brandon Smith said, dripping with Christians is the new slogan for Christian Mingle. So there you go. Um, <laughs> also, Tyler Huckabee is watching. So apparently <gasps> someone needed to go to school. Welcome, Tyler. Oh, uh, my gosh. Right, well, moving the along, uh, we have, we have a more of a succinct format this week. So moving the show along, it is time for... Slices! Slices. Uh, what do you have, Jesse? All right. Oh. I have one that's a little controversial that I'm interested in your guys' opinion on. And it takes place right there in the, in the great state of Florida, where that brings us so many great internet stories. I mean, <laughs> there should be... F- Florida should have its own internet. And you can just navigate there and it's all stuff, all the good stuff that you want to find on the internet because Florida just produces it. And it's across the spectrum. It's like weird news. It's like animal news. And now it's, it's like, yeah, it's interesting political news uh, because there is a bill that uh, Florida lawmakers have proposed. And here's what it require that each 
school district offer elective courses with Bible and Christianity as their sole focus. So if this gets passed, it would be required in Florida public schools that an elective course on Christianity well, be taught in the, in, in the school system. Require, but not required because uh, it's an elective for the students, but it would be required that the school to be provides offered. it. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, so it's required to be offered. Yeah, so so one of the the bill's sponsors, um, uh, her name is Mel Ponder, said the Bible, here's her explanation for it. The Bible has played in our nation's history is such a significant role on how the nation was formed. It's a part of our historical framework. Some of the principles of the Bible helped to frame our Constitution. It was the standard. Another of the uh, co-sponsors of the bill, Kimberly Daniels, uh, a representative, um, she's the one who was involved in legislation that instructed Florida public schools to display the words, in God we trust, on school. So now that's a law down there, too. Um, so an elective that requires... Schools to offer classes, public schools, uh, in Bible and Christianity. I'm interested to know this is a controversial topic. And I have my own opinions about it. But around the table, I'm looking at your looks. What do you guys think about this proposed law in Florida? Did y'all did y'all read Jonathan Merritt wrote a piece about this, about requiring Bible in oh, no. public schools? It's a great piece. You should read it. But one of the things he says is Christians actually won't like this because it's not like the spiritual side of the Bible is going to be taught. It's going to be taught as a textbook. And so we think it sounds awesome, but it's actually going to it's actually not going to be taught. It's going to be taught historically in a way that that will also not make Christians happy. So, right. It's not no like gonna be there's going to be like a flannel graph up there and we're like going through. Maybe. <laughs> that would be amazing, actually. But yeah. a preacher's not going to do it. You know, yeah. it's going to be a historical text and it's going to the spiritual side of it cannot be removed, but will not be taught. Yeah. And and so it was a great piece. Yeah. Well, that's and probably a lot, of, a lot. Yeah. Probably a lot of the people that are teaching it. You know, just statistically wouldn't be professing Christians and so would have real no motive to kind of show things like apparent historical discrepancies in the Bible or, you know, what what some people would perceive as like contradiction. So, yeah, I could really see it going south. Eddie, you live in the state there and you have a very interesting look on your face. What do you think of this legislation? Well, first of all, of course, I mean, Florida is bananas. So, of course, this would be (laughs) I'm not at all surprised that this is a part of like what's happening in the Florida legislature. I I think what bothers me, what kind of hit me the most is that is it's required to be taught or required to be an elective. Because if it was like, okay, it's part of a complement of all kinds of electives that you can take religions. Yeah. Right. I think that's, I think that's kind of interesting and I would love to see, I mean, I'd love to see my own kids be able to take uh, to understand uh, real, you know, world religions and love for them to be able to study the Bible as a textbook um, in, in school, but it's the fact that it's required just makes me feel, uh, I'm, and I don't have an articulate required way to say to be this offered? No. required to be an problem? elective. Yeah. yeah. Do you think that, I mean, would you have a problem if it was required? I don't know why that's a problem. The kids uh, can choose to not take it. It's just the school has can, to offer it. Right. But then the school doesn't also have to offer, like, why doesn't the school also have to offer like a study of the Quran? Yeah. Why doesn't the school like it's the fact that the school has to make it available feels gross to me. Well, that's probably yeah. just the start of that situation happening where they do have to offer the study of the Quran that do have I to would, offer. 
I would say, say that that would not happen. Yeah, I, would, I, I, I would don't think that you. would happen either. I don't know. I've never I, lived in Florida on purpose, but, but, but I mean, it may happen. But I, I mean, this isn't just in Florida. I mean, the, the president tweeted, you know, in the last week and a half or so that he thinks it's that Bible should be taught back in schools. Like the conversation isn't around world religions. The conversation isn't should we, uh, you know, look at Buddhist texts or, or the Quran. It, it is exclusively about the Bible, which I think that's what kind of makes this problematic because it seems to favor one religion over the other. It, and framing it as if it's, you know, this part of American history that you can't learn American history without knowing the historical context of the Bible, which obviously a lot of the people who first settled the country were Christians and came for religious reasons. But that doesn't right. necessarily mean that the Bible itself has to be taught to understand that context. The, yeah, com- I, the comments I, on the I, live feed are. Oh, I'm sure they're all really, really into it. Yeah, I I think Jonathan Merritt posted his article in the Atlantic. I have a LinkedIn rant that got me that got some heat Mm -hmm. uh, from the higher ups there. Got got Um, you banned for two months, but it's you got I got a hard ban. They found my burner accounts. And LinkedIn, I'm persona non grata on LinkedIn anymore. So if you wanted to hear the rest of my take, I would say go there. But I featured it in a conveniently listed Craigslist ad for an internet reality show. Click at your own risk. That's the name of the show. You so, have, you, click at your own risk. Jesse yeah. has several Finsta accounts. He also has a Finkden account uh, yeah. where he can really oh, let Oh, Finkden. Well done, Cameron. All right. Yeah. What do you have, Annie? Well, very important. I mean, I feel like this probably rivals what Jesse brought to the table, but um, there is a new. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, yeah. I I know what it is, and that's why I'm getting so much enjoyment out right, because right. this is as significant as what's happening in our country right now is what you're about to tell us. Jesse Thank looks you. like Magnum PI kind of right now. Except for oh, the shirt, but he's, he's got it, the Selleck. Except for the shirt, Dude, hey, I, hey, I one day wore this with a more floral pattern short shirt. Like this is not a Detroit Tigers tap. This yeah. is sort of an homage to it. And somebody was like, "Dude, you look like Magnum PI today," and I take that <gasps> yeah. as the highest compliment. He's oh like gently, gently. It's more of an homage than it is an impersonation. But what you can't definitely see, a movement towards. What that. you can't see in the live feed is he's wearing very, very short white shorts. Oh, there. <laughs> That's right. They are, yeah, and I don't want to describe them in detail, but right. they are shocking. And shocking. I will say this: I recorded uh, half of this from the front seat of a Pontiac Grand Am, and the yes. rest, the other, hanging off the side of a helicopter over Hawaii. So it a is really a cool helicopter over Hawaii, with like a little bubble glass. The entirety of Hawaii. Yeah, I just yeah. kind of looping it. Yeah, yeah. All we're right, just doing a loop. We're just doing a pod loop, is what I call it. You know, <laughs> pod loop. Yeah. What, what, right, what do you right, have right over the head, headquarters of LinkedIn down there? Yeah. First of right. all, Annie, I'm so sorry I interrupted. I really value you and love to hear your slice now. It's hard to take you serious when we can see your ring light reflection in your glasses. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> ring light, second burn. This face doesn't. This this face doesn't light itself. And, 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 when, and when he says burn, he really he actually means his retinas because oh, it's burning on this morning. Okay. Yeah. You guys are Here's, all effervescent and just glow. I have to create right. light. No, darkness. I did create this. There's situations on the other side of this. It's just yeah. not a ring light in my glasses. Yeah, it's just you guys want the Bible in schools and I'd prefer to keep it out. And so I'm pretty dark <laughs> over here. <laughs> looking at it, one elephant, just looking at a bunch of different sides. Eddie, is that what you're... <laughs> Here's my slice. Um, did you guys know the University of, LA, of Arizona just did this uh, research study that I think is going to come in handy for all of us that they put fruit, che- fruit and cheesecake at the start of the cafeteria line. And the people who picked cheesecake ate 
30% fewer calories in their main dish than people who pick fruit. So what I'm saying is you should eat dessert first, which is going to go in handy when we all go to the Peeps factory coming up in April. But, but the other thing about this research article that I found interesting where they say like, yes, you should eat dessert first because then you will eat less calories in your main meal. The interesting part is they only involved 134 participants. <laughs> Feels like a small number to make that such is, a big decision. Yeah, and they were all nine-year-old children. Yes. We're like, yeah, okay, we're they're fine. They should students. have said they should have said they're all diabetics as well. So, Every single one of them. No, but but the implication is if you if you eat or order your dessert first, then yes. yeah, then you then eat your less. Main, they picked healthier but main courses. I've always thought it was weird because you're, you're thinking of the balance of it all. Like I know I right. want to enjoy that, so I'm yeah. going to have a right. little bit less of this. Whereas right. if you didn't have that decision made until the end of the line, you're loading up your plate and then you get, yeah, I want that too. But now you've got yeah, way right. more. Interesting right. that it's like that. I want to splurge tonight. So I'll diet today sort of a thing. You know, that it's like right. that mindset of I know what's coming. Right. I just, So it's not that they have to eat it first. They have to select it or decide first. It. That's right. Yeah. Interesting. I'm just encouraging you to eat it first. I'm just yeah. being helpful. But, but I'm just being a helpful friend. Yeah, I, I do. I because I've gone to a restaurant where they have like the specials out for dessert, and I'm a big sweets guy. You know, I, I yeah. most Are of you? my diet is sugar. Huh. Oh yeah. Oh totally. Hmm. Totally. I could um, I could do without it. It's uh, really? I like other. Oh yeah. Are you I like really a salty was... chip guy? Yeah. 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 Uh, not no, sweets I'm, I'm so much. Guy. But you get that. Anyhow, well, I interrupted. E- e- I'm sorry, e- Jesse. Either, either way, I've always thought it's a weird construct. Like who who decided we should eat dessert first anyway? Like why not? Why? I mean, it just seems so arbitrary to me. I know it'd be weird, but who cares? Like if I just want to eat like, okay, here's the deal. Here's the deal. When I go to Subway or Pita Pit, both those establishments, they make your sandwich, but they give you the cookies that you order with the combo first. I always eat the cookie while they're making my sandwich. And what? then I tap on I tap on the glass, like, come on now, like on the sneeze guard, like pack it in, pack it in. I always <laughs> eat the cookies first. I'm always extremely impatient and unkind. I think you're the only person I've ever met that goes to Pita Pit, by the way. Yeah. This episode brought to you by Pita Pit. But yeah. I just did not know. Is there one close to your home, I guess? Of course, there's a Pita Pit by my home. <laughs> yeah, there's a civilization. <laughs> yeah, they don't know where one they is found in their this house town. through a, a series of triangulated yeah, we, Pita Pits. We, I, used, <laughs> I got on this Zillow. I had this Zillow deal with Pita Pit that I shopped a LinkedIn. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um and uh, it went south quickly, but yeah, really? it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's <laughs> you don't know the home market in the pita pit market, yeah. just yeah. the hottest home. Yeah, it's really yeah, it's smart. These circles around pita pits, and they get colder and colder the further out. The public you get. schools. No, are, I always eat. Yeah, yeah. the public, yeah, the public schools public. are terrible. The housing, the houses are in terrible shape. But I mean, but any direction you walk, you're going to run into a pita pit. The public right, schools all they teach is Bible classes. It's not going to be helpful for my kids for college. You know I don't <laughs> like that they do on at pita pit. Everybody at pita pit always wants a. Uh, what are those little like um little vegetables that are like little strawy little vegetables that are alfalfa like alfalfa sprouts? Little, yeah, little pieces sprouts? of floss, like bitter sprouts. floss. And they're so gross. And people always want those on pitas. It's like a and they're thing not very clean. To be clear, you actually probably shouldn't have put sprouts on your stuff because they they are very difficult to clean. I'm going to require my public school to feed my children those because I to think make sure important. they wash them. Yeah. All right. All right. What do you have, Eddie? Chandler. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> you pre-planned a, a 
all all the days for me to do a revelation revelation (laughs) um today's the day uh you know every once in a while i like to bring a slice that just kind of reminds us that we are moving towards the end and it's biblical my kids just learned it in school (laughs) and there's two two things uh, i just want to bring up really quickly i'm gonna do a two for today so i'm gonna move through it um but uh some scientists out of a university that i can't find because i just got nervous that i'm pushing the envelope here oh university of roehampton these scientists have been studying chimpanzees and they have found that these chimpanzees are beginning to use some very complex human speech patterns one is called Menzer's law and the other one is called ziff's law of abbreviation and this is a natural uh, naturally occurring uh, speech and um, language uh, processing that really complex beings do pretty much only humans do this anyhow they have found that chimpanzees are starting to do this which means we are nearing the end. Chandler, play my song, please. We'll all Thank you. <laughs> this is real. Yes. Okay, what's your real? What's your real one, Eddie? Yeah. I mean, that was real, and the chimpanzees are synthesizing language. But the other, the other slice that I want to bring. I oh, mean, you I'm going to post it. Though. Oh, wow. I'm going to post it for just a second. In just a second. Um, but there is a very interesting study out. Um, that another interesting from Cowan, Ewan, Edith Cowan University, and they were studying eye contact. Now, would you all say, or do you, or, you know, do you tell your children or whatever that you need to make eye contact in order to like, you know, be a good conversationalist? My children are not permitted to have, make eye contact with me <laughs> until the age, <laughs> until 13, when yeah. 13. they both become legal adults in my it's eyes. It's kind of like a bar mitzvah. <laughs> that's what they, that's you when you ceremony. let them start driving in Virginia. You have a ceremony at age 13. <laughs> Where they, at the end of the ceremony, are allowed to look you in the eye for the first time in their lives. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and well, they can they can see they can see how disappointed it, I am at their Bible knowledge, ex- despite <laughs> exclusive courses from ages five to now. Well, I, I will say that one of the things we were always saying to our kids when we're like walking into an event is make sure you look them in the eye and be brave. And so you know they're trying to use their big girl voice. Oh, you really say that? You say look them in the eye and be brave? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And That's so trying to help them be a little bit adult, but also they don't have to like yell and be who they don't want to be. But we're going to try to get them to answer questions and look at people in the eye. Well, this study actually showed that uh, looking people at the uh, in the eye. Now, granted, like this other study, there were only 46 participants, which I don't know is statistically significant. Feels like maybe you want to get a couple hundred. Close enough. But, but it's so, you know, weirdly, weirdly, they all have diabetes as well. They, right. Just a weird <laughs> luck but, of the draw. You know, it's out of a school I've never heard of, and it was on boingboing.net. So I'm sure that this oh, is going to be just oh fine. God. But <laughs> but uh, basically, the study showed that there was absolutely no... There was absolutely no science behind uh, eye contact being effective or not. So they did all these experiments and they were looking at each other, not in the eye. People were looking away, looking at their forehead, looking at people's nose, not looking at them in the eye. Nobody reported any increase or uh, decrease in satisfaction. And so to that end, uh, you guys just don't need to look people in the eye anymore. You know what I like to do with someone? Doug McGregor, hold on. Doug McGregor says, my children can't see my eyes because of the reflection of the ring light in my glasses. (laughs) (laughs) Classic. (laughs) Classic McGregor. I I like to, what I like to do, especially if someone I don't really know, is I just keep on their toes a little. So I like to look right in the middle of their forehead and watch them try to move into my eye line throughout the conversation. Like bobbing and weaving like a boxer. Super weird. Catch it, you know? Hold on, was that Doug? 
Doug McGregor? McGregor? Yeah, Doug McGregor. Is that, that's the same Doug that said that, who reminded us all that the one of the first acts of the Supreme Court was printing Bibles to be put in school. So, come on, Doug. Let's just settle down. With my <laughs> ring light. <laughs> Brandon Smith says, I only make a direct eye contact with the cashier at Pita Pit. You know, so. <laughs> but that's more of an intimidation that's when I move. Scowl. That's when I scowl. And I'm leaning forward over the sneeze guard, progressively not, closer ew. the longer she takes to fold that pita. Yeah, and not blinking no, at all. Well, well, yeah, unblinking, jamming chocolate chip cookies into my mouth, and pointing at the peppers I want. More peppers! And I dare you to put an alfalfa <laughs> spread on that. I dare you. Peppers. I, I like to get a real hard look at the ingredients, too. So I lean all the way over the sneeze guard and get my face right up near them. I want to smell them. I want the whole thing. It's like it's like a, a wine tasting. You know, you're asked for I need to get all up in those ingredients to know which ones oh, I want. I oh want to know how God. fresh that tzatziki is. All this right, is great. Know. I love live commenting. Doug oh. then followed up with history. So we, we've got him all riled up about the Supreme Court Bible. And this is live and you can't stop me. So oh, keep going, yeah, Doug. Yeah, I can't. I can't stop you. You have to stop. <laughs> all right. This I'll stop. Amazing. All right. All right. We're moving the show along. Uh, that'll do it for Slices. Eddie. Stay tuned. Up next, we talk about Christians and conspiracy theories. Today's episode of Relevant Podcast Live is brought to you by Quip. One of the most important things we do for our health every day is brushing our teeth, Eddie. Quip is a better oh, electric. I, I haven't brushed my I haven't brushed my teeth since hot nine, and I'm fine. <laughs> Quip is a better electric toothbrush good. created by dentists and designers. Quip was designed to make brushing your teeth more simple, affordable, and even enjoyable. I use Quip every day. It's wonderful. It's one of the best designed. I should have it here with me to show you guys since this is video. It's one of the best designed uh, appliances in my house. Is it an appliance? Is it an tooth, electric toothbrush an appliance? Yeah. Um, what's cool about the Quip is it has sensitive sonic vibrations, gentle enough on your sensitive gums. Um, a lot of people don't know this, but they brush too hard and some electric toothbrushes are too abrasive. So uh, a Quip is like more gentle and it's pulsing. It also has a built-in two-minute timer, which pulses every 30 seconds to remind you kind of when to switch sides and and all that. Uh, up to 90% of us don't brush for a full two minutes or even clean well. Brush Hold in on, a, but you're missing the best quip thing, though. What? Is it sticks on the mirror. Yeah. So that it's like way uh, outside of all of all your the, like gross bathroom the stuff. It's just a little yeah, thing. It's out of the splash zone. It's great. Out I mean, of the splash I, I, zone. That's great. They and may it, not say that that's their best feature, but I think that that's a really cool it's thing a that good, they do. Someone, someone thought that up and everybody went, yeah, you're right. We should and do it that The way. cool thing about Quip is also that brush heads are automatically delivered on a dentist recommended schedule every three months for just five bucks. Uh, most of us, three out of four of us, have uh, used bristles that are old, worn out, and ineffective, and Quip solves that. And right now, uh, Quip is offering a special deal to relevant podcast listeners. Uh, Quip starts at just 25 bucks, and if you go to getquip.com slash relevant right now, you get your first refill pack for free with a Quip electric toothbrush. That's your first refill pack for free at getquip.com slash relevant. Go check it out. All right. Well, then, you know, we mentioned that the new <laughs> segment uh, that we're going to be doing uh, every week on the Tuesday show is going to draw back from the current issue of Relevant. I happen to have the Tori Kelly issue right here with me. We've covered. Aaron, do you know what I think about the new magazine? Are you looking at me? Yeah, I'm looking right at you. Eye contact. Boof. Heart. 
I can put oh. an icon. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, Eddie's figured out that Skype has emoji <laughs> reactions. Oh, Eddie, no. it's stuff like that that got me kicked off LinkedIn. It's very unprofessional. But one of the pieces in, in the issue is on conspiracy theories. Uh, in future weeks, we will have a fancy graphic showing you this, but I figure I'll do it DIY style. And look at that gorgeous design. Conspiracy theories, new issue of Relevant. And um, it was written by our very own Jessica Stevens. But Jesse, this is a passion project for you. And right. I figured you would be the one who should deliver us or tell us about this, this, uh, this thing that's happening about young Christians getting duped into conspiracy theories more than other people. It's crazy. Yeah. So this was a fun one to kind of help work on. Uh, you know, it, it started by, you know, I think kind of anecdotally, and this is something we talked about on the podcast, like you, you saw how many, um, people just like actually in my newsfeed were like toying with becoming flat earthers and how a lot of them were actually Christians. And then kind of more, a lot of them are actually guests or podcasts host here sometimes yeah. i toy with it i just toy with it <laughs> i don't and, think it's true i just toy with it and, and karen one of the other anecdotes so this was actually in the story is the individual who you know this is so on the kind of lighter end of the spectrum is something like the flat earth and then uh you know heavier is you know the the guy the young guy the 20 something who went into comet pizza in dc armed with you know yeah. heavy heavily armed and believed it to be the site of this um you know, human trafficking ring. Right. And because of conspiracies he read on the internet, he was actually was online prior to that saying it was his faith, his Christian faith that was motivating him to take action. So we kind of looked at some of those anecdotes, but actually found that the more religious someone is, the higher propensity they have to believe in conspiracy theories. Um, and so we wanted to dig into huh. the, uh, why that is to a degree. And right. especially, you know, it's especially prevalent among young Christians. And so I got to talk to, uh, for the piece that I was helping out with, with, uh, his name is Dr. Uh, uh, Daniel Jolly. And he's a professor at, uh, Staffordshire University. And he's, th his whole field is studying the psychology of, uh, Wait, his last name is Jolly for real. Dr. Jolly. That. His real name, he's an English conspiracy theory professor named Dr. Jolly. That's, That's why perfect. I, that, that was the it. other reason we had to do the piece. And he it. was in consideration for the cover and it just would say Dr. Jolly. Um, uh, so, but what, huh. what, one thing that he's, he's noticed is that the internet has actually accelerated this because people find pockets of people who think like minded like them. So if you're a Christian and follow other Christians online, it's going to lend itself to, uh, falling into some of these conspiracy theories. If we can actually hear a clip of what he had to say. Well, it's, it's worth noting that conspiracies have been around for thousands of years. They're definitely not a new phenomenon. They've been, you know, rhetoric for a very long time. But what I think has happened potentially is the internet has made them more global than ever before. People are able to talk with someone almost instantly after something happens. Let's say uh, someone dies or there's a big event. People can actually talk and debate that instantly, which is something that could never happen before. Previously, was sending letters to the newspaper or sending letters to each other. That's how people kind of talks about conspiracies. Whereas, obviously, today, right now, we can go on Twitter and f instantly communicate with people. So, so there is a debate whether they've become more popular. And I sort of sit on the fence of it because I, I definitely agree that they're more, they're more mainstream and, in essence, they're in our consciousness more than ever before. But they've always been around. So. 
politics has always kind of been around. It's just they've been be made to be more um, highlighted now, potentially via the ease of information. So, like one example of what we saw is like after you know, like a mass shooting or something. Mm. Uh, instantly people will start theorizing it's just like a false flag operation. And, you know, some of the, the leading proponents of that, like Alex Jones, who we mentioned in the piece, uh, it actually has a big appeal among a Christian audience and actually professes to be a Christian and says that it's anti-Christian motivations that have motivated some of these conspiracies. Oh, I love all of this. <laughs> this wow. Is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Did you love that conversation, Jesse? Oh, totally. Where uh, you said heaven how, the whole how did time? you keep up yeah. with it? I, I had a hard time like keeping up with his accent. How did you like that? Yeah, because he must be from directly to the right of us, according to flat earthers, right? Yeah. So the other thing too is how the role that confirmation bias plays in all of this. And so, like, if if a if you so here's for example, like we talked about earlier, if you believe there is we are in a culture war and that one side is trying to denigrate your faith. Even totally. if you believe a little bit of that, you're more likely to believe conspiracies that play into that. So, like, mm-hmm. there is a liberal conspiracy in Hollywood because of confirmation bias. Here's what Dr. Jolly had to say. We obviously have many Dr. biases Jolly. in our mind that kind of try and make us understand the complex world that is our world. And obviously, one of those biases is, is confirmation bias, where... In essence, you just find information that supports your viewpoint. And the things that go against your viewpoint, you discredit or ignore. So what, what people have found is that with social media, typically people just follow accounts that ha- are similar to them. So are the same politics or kind of the same viewpoint as they do. So they're only receiving messages that support their belief. And things that, say, discredit it or say, actually, no, that's not true or whatever it is, they don't follow them. They don't, li- they don't listen or talk to them, which is something that we're all guilty of. And even myself, I'm sure my, all my social media is just geared to, towards how I think. But that obviously leads to us being in kind of a isolated barrel where we're not necessarily questioning our beliefs or looking for alternatives. So the internet can be wide reaching, but still you may only focus on your particular uh, niche that speaks to your viewpoint. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that is interesting. Jolly indeed. Yeah. So, (laughs) yeah, the the other kind of illuminating thing I know we need to 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 move on, and people can read the whole thing in the magazine or on the website right now. But if you look at some of the insidious origins of a lot of these conspiracy theories, date back to things that were anti-Semitic propaganda. uh, You know, about one you know elitist one-world governments controlling banking systems and the entertainment industry and. Uh, you know, a lot of them have their origins in, like I said, anti-Semitic uh, propaganda. And that's why, uh, you know, people need to be really careful about the things they entertain because you're only a couple steps away from believing some really horrible stuff. Um, so, but anyway, the whole piece uh, it, oh, it is... Wow, buzzkill, Jess. Yeah, you seriously, yeah, that was the worst segue ever. Really horrible <laughs> stuff. <laughs> really? Anyway, yeah, exactly. hey, hey. I'm I'd just love saying, to know dart, we'll I'm get just not sure the earth is round, okay, Jesse? I'll say this. Dr. Jolly <laughs> has a very ironic name because it's a very heavy topic. <laughs> he should have been I like can't the wait professor to read the rest of juggling this, or something, you know? <laughs> like he's a British guy, you know, guy with an awesome yeah. accent. His name is Dr. Jolly, and he could have been a doctor of anything, but it's conspiracy theories. But anyway, so I you can read him. the rest of, of them. Yeah, go check it out. Yeah. Uh, the, you can, like Jesse mentioned, you can view the entire issue of Relevant online at relevantmagazine.com. You also uh, can pick it up at newsstands nationwide. Uh, the new issue is about to release, so 
if you find the Tori Kelly issue still in stock, you know, clear it out for us. Make some room for them. We saw there's another great. Well, I know we're out of time, but there was a great article in it about the history of genocide with uh, Professor Snuggles. So really <laughs> enjoy that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go check it out. <laughs> Stay tuned. All right. This episode of the Relevant Podcast is brought to you by Libscombe University at Libscombe University. Their online programs are shaped by a commitment to creating a better future. And with multiple undergraduate, graduate, and certificate programs to choose from, you can define what that future looks like. Plus, you earn the same academically rigorous degree you'd get on their campus with the flexibility to fit your life. Listen, at Relevant, we believe in you, the listener. We know you're ready to lead. So you can pursue your goals and a better world at Libscombe Online. Visit Libscombe.edu slash online to learn more. That's L-I-P-S-C-O-M-B dot E-D-U slash online. All right, well, normally right here on the live Tuesday show, we would have a game or, or our listener of the week. We had planned not one, but two listeners of the week this week, but uh, because of some technical issues, we got started a little late, but we have a hard out. We got to wrap the show up. So we are going to bump it to next Tuesday. We're very sorry uh, to Matt Damon, who uh, was waiting on the line uh, to join us. As a week this week. He was so excited. Too. He was. He really was. Big fan. I didn't realize. Um, he, he's a big fan of Dr. Jolly's work. <laughs> week, so. He'll be playing Dr. Jolly in an upcoming film that we are producing. Yeah. We're announcing it here. Uh, well, so make sure to tune in next Tuesday for the live uh, podcast. We're going to be broadcasting from now on at 1030 Eastern time uh, every Tuesday morning. The live feed will go from 1030 to about noon uh, or up to noon on the live show. Um, and we will we will make up the uh, listener participation segment to you next week. Trust us. We have some ideas. But um, yeah. And then too, remember next week I mentioned that the live stream will be on multiple platforms and we'll be able to see all the interactions and comments coming from all the different sources. So we will be tweeting out uh, links to all the different places that you can follow along. Um, it'll be on YouTube, Instagram TV, Periscope, uh, Facebook. My children's schools. My children's <laughs> school will be there. It'll be there. All kids will have to watch it. Have to uh, a forced, a ele- required elective yeah. to watch your live feed. I actually saw quite a few. Court. I saw a few people going, uh, oh, Kiki Gibb just did a frowny face on the comment because she was oh, one of the ones that was. She was uh, on the 10 year show. She's been, yeah, she we'll has been on this show more than Annie. She's, She's fine. A good sport. She is a good sport. <laughs> but it was funny. I was speaking to school. I was watching people going, oh, I got to go to class. Should I, should I stay or should I go? I was like, eh, just skip you it. Made, you made and the right like, decision. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Stick with us and Dr. Jolly. Hey, many yep. thanks to Quip for uh, sponsoring the episode. Remember, Quip starts at just 25 bucks. And if you go to get, quip.com slash relevant right now you get your first refill pack for free with your quip electric toothbrush that's your first refill pack for free at getquip.com slash relevant i should spell relevant r-e-l-e-v-a-n-t for those of you who don't know there you go. i feel like that's yeah. natural selection though i mean yeah, if they yeah, can't yeah. spell that, that you if they just, can't do that they don't deserve to brush their teeth go ahead and just Let's use go. some Keep old like, Keep bristles or something. Uh, thanks yeah. also to dr dan jolly for joining us check out more of our conversation with him and other experts about conspiracy theories and christianity and the current issue of relevant you can view it online at relevantmagazine.com or you can 
pick it up. Oh, at the relevant store, if you want to uh, buy the issue as well, you can go to store.relevantmagazine.com. Um, hey, if you want to see Relevant in your community, we want to hear from you. We actually offer special partner distribution and would love to partner with you. We can have it sent to your college, your young adult uh, service, or any place where Relevant people are gathering. Uh, we can help you get the magazine there. Go to relevantmagazine.com slash podpartner um, and we can chat about uh, getting some complimentary copies to your event or your wherever nonprofit. two or more are gathered, you are able to sign up. <laughs> pod, uh, yeah. So relevantmagazine.com slash pod partner. Also, we're doing a relevant podcast fan subscription sale for fans only. You can get your first six months of the magazine for only six bucks by going to relevantmagazine.com slash pod fan. Also, big news if you, you haven't checked it out. Today, this morning, we debuted Relevant Daily, our new daily 10-minute video show and audio podcast every morning where we're going to be bringing you the latest news happening at the intersection of faith and culture every day. You should tune in. Go over to Facebook, uh, Relevant's Facebook page right now. You can watch the debut episode or you can find it at relevantmagazine.com as well. So uh, where you get your audio podcast, just search for Relevant Daily and you can subscribe and you watch the video every morning. You can just be laying in bed watching Jesse telling you all the stuff you need to know for the day. It's really great. You're great uh-huh. at it too, wow, Jesse. You're really so good at it. Thank really good. Premier today. Interesting sell. Big yeah, There you go. All okay. right. On that note, we'll wrap things up. I'm Cameron Strang. I'm Chandler Strang. I'm Jesse Carey. I'm Eddie Koffoltz. And I'm Annie F. Downs. We will see you on Friday. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.